0: Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we talk about stories. I'm Jordan,
1: and I'm actually Meatloaf, the uh, specifically <laughs> the musician.
0: I say actor you dead.
1: <laughs> reality is he dead.
0: Yeah, he's super dead. Dude. Oh,
1: I feel bad now about saying a meatloaf, but I am meatloaf no, now. Why do
0: you feel bad? It's not like he's gonna like care. He's dead. What if his like I don't know? He's looking down on you from heaven, or up on you from the hell. Is like ah, Cody. <laughs>
1: well, he wouldn't be in hell. He is a bat out of hell. Ah, you know? uh, so he is in heaven because he, he got out. Of, got a. He's hell. somewhere in between.
0: Riding so he's a just flaming in motorcycle. Purgatory, riding a flaming motorcycle. I, I think he is and musical Hellboy. You probably He'll don't it. remember no, it, but he's just in my the world after you die world, where he's just in a desert wasteland, just riding a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah.
1: Okay. I love meatloaf, man.
0: Um, honestly, I hate when they put ketchup on top of it, but I'm down with the meatloaf.
1: Well, no, actually, the food meatloaf is. Despicable, but like I like it,
0: it's fine. Like I mean yeah it is just like ground beef, no, seasonings and onions. It's not just, fine. Just Put it to a mash and just baked for what like 20 minutes. Let me explain
1: something to you. All of those. (laughs) The more I talk
0: about it, the more I get upset. Like, I'm just sitting here like, oh yeah, no, he's kind of (laughs) right.
1: Those all of the I'm not saying that there's something wrong with being like, okay, we need to eat cheap ground beef or we want to stretch our meat with breadcrumbs or whatever. You can do better with all of those parts you just said.
0: Yeah. That's like a burger. Like Like literally just a burger. Just a burger. Just burger's yeah, better. Like, that's literally because I had seer? a salmon burger the other day with um, does pretty much the same thing breadcrumbs, onions, cheese just packed together. Fry, uh, put it on my um cast iron grilling pan, it stuck to the pan <laughs> real bad, even though I put some oil on that and I just had to like scrape them off. Now,
1: it, look, Jordan, yeah. I'm about to ask you some very judgy questions. Did you preheat your cast iron skillet? Yes, yeah, was it smoking? No, it should be. You want it to just be at the point of smoking, then you sear your meat. Otherwise, uh, it adheres too time. much.
0: I, I, yeah. What kind of I'll, spatula I'll do you use? So, so okay, we need to go into the podcast. No, so the no, issue... now we're talking about no, no, cast the, iron. The, 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 okay, so, so, and I think I've told you this before, but it was like very quickly. The issue with cooking in my apartment is my stove sucks, and no matter what temperature you put it on, it always heats to the max
1: and then turns off, like, and it just.
0: No, no, it will just heat to the max and just stay on max. Even if I put it on, like, three, it will just, like, I'll go away, I'll come back, and it will just be red.
1: Yeah, that sucks, because that means you gotta be, like, manually on and offing your pan all the time. That's a pain.
0: Um, but yeah, anyways, Cody, what have you been up to?
1: Um, okay, so I have a few things.
0: A thing number one. What the show? Yeah. I started we, we playing haven't talked in a month. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I started playing Baldur's Gate with my wife. How was it,
0: dude? <laughs> it's really good. It's very yeah. very good. Um Yeah, Leah's been playing and yeah, she loves it. Yeah. It's mm,
1: I'm trying to think of the right way to put. Th- so it is just playing D&D, but it's really yeah. good at just playing D&D. Like the yeah. doing that as a video game works really well in that game. The yeah. characters are all really fun and really endearing. I will say too as like it's not exactly like an open world per se. It kind
0: of is. It's it's, it's open. Ish. It's not like open, but it's
1: it's there's like hallways than, it's you not can go. Linear. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that's, that's the
1: thing, is Mandy's playing it as a separate character, right? Yeah. And she plays the game so differently than me, because she talks to every, every. single person. And She's I don't talk to anybody. She has the- characters I haven't met yet, just in her party. Um, the oh, way yeah. people <laughs> treat her is very different, which, like... I. This is going to sound bad to be like, I like that the game has racism, but like, in D&D, like, you're giving me a look, right? But like, in D&D, like...
0: Gotta say it better than what you just said. Well... I like that the game has racism. Well, I I don't, because like,
1: races are kind of like an integral part in the game. And, it like, there are people that have, like, bigotry within the game. Yeah, yeah like, well,
0: it's great. But, Cody, can you say something for me really quick? Can yeah. you say white power? <laughs> well, in this case,
1: it's, like, just anyone but tieflings. And I decided to play a tiefling. So oh, everybody so you're, hates you're, me. Yeah, you're getting
0: getting freaking crapped on the entire Yeah, time.
1: everybody. Well, and specifically, Everyone. like, the person that I want to romance hates tieflings.
0: So, wait, so is it still possible the romance
1: them, Yeah, or? I think so. It's just like that person is immediately more friendly to Mandy's character when she's playing the game because she's playing an elf and she doesn't hate elves. But every and time I talk to her, like, she's you like, you filthy tiefling. I'm like,
0: I'm sorry. Well, when I eventually play it, I know not to play a tiefling. Thank
1: don't you. play a tiefling. Everyone, and I mean everyone, will hate you. And it's like the conflict of the first area is people hating tieflings for being tieflings um so well, i
0: mean i mean it makes sense they're like devil spawn
1: but you know well right well yeah, we can get into like what tieflings are but yes basically what yeah the, they're somewhat what kind demonic of feast
0: do these guys have
1: <laughs> um you know they got big Satan-y looking horns and yeah. uh but uh well it, it like the character that i haven't gotten in my party yet is like the like Weirdly cheerful tiefling barbarian who, like, everybody loves, and I haven't, I just haven't found yet. Um, but yeah, the fact that like people respond to your character so much differently based on like choices that you've made, yeah. who you are, which is like pre existing biases, which, like, I can understand people throwing shade at the game for doing that, but it also is like, well, like, this is a realistic way that people would behave in a world that is like somewhat divided by groups of people right like there are like the tiefling kingdom that people don't like you know and when tieflings leave people act like jerks to them you know because yeah they're demonic um but then it's it's also kind of funny because you can sort of like make friends with evil characters like pretty easily and then just like i'm evil now you know and it's like (laughs) like in character i'm sitting here going like well everyone that i have met Has been horrible to me,
0: except the goblins. (laughs) Of, I'm course, like, of course. Some game knew that you were a freaking goblin lover.
1: Well, and it's like I like the goblins because they're kinda like, you know, whatever, like they hate all these normal people who are treating them like dirt. And I'm like, yeah, I don't exactly like them either. <laughs> like, you're right, goblins.
0: Are you friends with me because I hate all these normal people who treat me like dirt? Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, I
1: am friends I am friends with you because of your similarities to D and D goblins. <laughs>
0: I mean, you're (laughs) like, you say that as a joke, but. (laughs) Anyways, keep going. My
1: my point is, I had to kill the goblin friend that I made at one point, and I felt real bad about it. Killed me! Kill me! Why? Yeah, she. uh, That was me! Well, and it's like. Her, like, <laughs> goblin leader was going to kill her, and then I saved her life. I, like, convinced the goblin leader so not like, to kill I'll her. Do, I'll do his
0: job for him.
1: Well, and then I had to kill that goblin leader, and she's like, you're killing my leader. I'm going to kill you. I'm like, dude, he was going to kill you four seconds ago. Why are you on his side? But, yeah, then, you know, we're an okay, initiative. Yeah. Well, and I'm not stupid, so I guess it's not me. She had six points, and I think she got wiped out by, like, being near
0: a spell that a wizard did. she got wiped out by existing yeah just Um, by
1: yeah attempting to uh she, she was like unarmed wearing a shirt and fists you know, <laughs> two foot tall like goblin just do. like running yeah. up to you like squeaky, 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 squeaky,
0: squeaky. Yeah. Like That's trying something to that punch most you. people who listen to this podcast don't know that I am two feet tall. But anyways, those are your other things. So I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying Baldur's Gate. I'm glad Did I talk I'm, to you I've about playing Bolt
1: Gun, Warhammer Bolt no, Gun? we
0: have not talked in like so three or four weeks.
1: It it's a boomer shooter, which is my new favorite Explain what
0: that means. Yeah, it's a term
1: I've heard recently that I love because it does, like, elicit the right imagery. It's basically, like, making games similar to Doom, but modern. Oh, oh,
0: so literally a boomer shooter, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was, like, okay.
1: No, it's exactly what it sounds like it is, it is. It's, like, reloading, nah, you just run in circles and shoot hordes of enemies with your, like, stupid guns, and that's it. And, um... You know, so I I kind of like the aesthetic of Warhammer 40K, but the game is expensive and impossible to get into. So I got into Bolt yeah. Gun and then I found an open source version of Warhammer, and now I'm playing that with Zach. So I got I got I had him print me little guys. I'm gonna paint them. I got paints, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna make them a little battlefield
0: and then do little print, battlefields for the audience. I could tell, but you mean 3D print, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I gotta did the 3D print like ham motion, but I'm like, just gotta make sure that he's not just like printing paper things. And, no, like, they do have things. Th- yeah.
1: this 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 g- the game's called Grimdark Future. Um it's like the
0: <laughs> Did I write it?
1: <laughs> well, so like it's like a tagline of Warhammer that they kind of like stole and made in. And it is 100 percent supposed to be cross-playable with Warhammer models. So okay. if you have 40k models, you can just use the rules from this game because like Warhammer's rules. I don't know if you know or care about this, but like no, I they don't are know. I care. biblically complicated, right? Like you have tomes of rules, like idiotic lengths of rules for so, every yeah, little when thing. You
0: come to the Red Sea, you have to use the staff in order to.
1: Spread. There is literally a rule where you can't put a certain model on the board unless there's a certain kind of tree, like just randomly okay. someone put that tree in the terrain and then you're oh, like i can summon my grass wizard like what the come on this is so, why i
0: don't like game life
1: <laughs> right so one the the company i say company i think yeah they make money so the the company that made <laughs> grimdark future they're like a crowdfunded thing so it's like i don't know what yeah, their yeah, actual yeah, affiliate it anyway, doesn't matter They're called one-page rules, right? And so the selling point is their rules fit on one page. (laughs) So it's like, here's all the rules. One printed piece of paper. And then it's like, here's your faction. One printed piece of paper. So you need two pieces of paper to play the whole game. Um, And those are free. So, you know, I have very little excuse. But, yeah. Bolt Gun's great. You should play Bolt Gun, then get into uh, an open-source version of Warhammer 40K with me. We can... Move our little models in Discord, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like it. Uh, I feel like it works better with you and Zach because you live within driving range. Yeah, I right. We live to very close you, together. That's like a twenty-four hour drive. I'm not. I love you, buddy, but I'm not doing a twenty-four hour drive. <laughs> Set up <laughs> all of our little games. guys. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. We have all these little guys, and then they fight in like these crazy wars. <laughs>
1: I was trying I was trying to learn the rules at oh home so I got my son to get a bunch of his toys and we set him up <laughs> on the up. kitchen table Shut and like up. had little like playset pieces and I'm like sitting there with my ruler like yes, trying to get this. him to like, Move his units twelve inches at a time, and he's just like my guys are fighting the dry and the dragon. He has a teleportation circle, and if you fall in it, you die. And that's like he's just like slamming his pieces Yay, around. look at this. And I'm like sitting here like, Graham, you yeah. have to roll the dice. Got to we got to roll now. So now we roll. Anyways,
0: how old is he now? Uh, basically five. Jeez, that's that. Because I saw like Man- Mandy posted a picture of him on Facebook the well, not the other day, but. You know, posted a picture on Facebook. I saw him I was like, "Dang, that kid is big." Yep. <laughs> it's like, yep. "Dang, that kid has grown up." It's like, because literally he was born during the course of this show, and it freaks me out how long we've been doing the show and how old your kids are. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a lot, dude. That 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 is a lot. But anyways, the what I've been doing. We're gonna go long on this stuff because we have not talked for a whole month. Because and honestly, for once, it was mostly my fault. Like you went on vacation at the. It was like even campus. odds. I think there but was like, a yeah, lot. of I think my one fault. week we both were traveling. One week there was a um. I I was at a funeral. Didn't have to tell this on podcast, but whatever. I'm at a funeral. The other the right after the funeral, two weeks in a row of work travel. Yup <laughs> And then you had a vacation. I was like, "Yeah, it's just like," and I f- completely forgot that you. You're like, "Yeah, this is my vacation week." I'm like, "Oh, yep, nope." You told me this like three weeks in advance. Well, and <laughs> the what problem is,
1: like, <laughs> when I try when I travel, I frequently try to be home like on Friday. But that yeah. means that I'm traveling Thursday night, the, and I yep. like if I'm and I would working, rather you be
0: home on Friday with like your family, and be able to like have the whole weekend. than right, and like if I leave I'm, on Friday for this freaking show,
1: <laughs> if I'm in a hotel Thursday night, I can record. But if I'm driving Thursday night, I can't. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's. I mean, look, man, it's fine. But yeah, the what I've been doing, I mean, it's gonna see like we talked about this so much because it's been like three episodes in a row but those episodes are spaced out a month each um but i did finally roll credits on uh tears of the kingdom and i enjoyed it quite a bit but it got to the point where i was like playing i'm like i need to end this game i need to beat this (laughs) game and i beat it i'm like i still probably have another hundred hours left in this game so i so i put a hundred hours into it and i'm pretty sure i have another hundred hours so i still have to do all the map for the um dark belows. um i have to do all the shrines and like there's a bunch of armors that i don't have there's a bunch of like little mini quests i didn't do but i'm like i just need to beat this game
1: no i get what you mean like i <laughs> so when i was playing it i was doing different things with different people so i was like doing the main story with my son um which yeah. it's really funny now he's very obsessed with demon kings which is like a yeah funny we, thing. we talked
0: about that last time.
1: yeah um but So, at some point, it was like he wanted to see the story moving forward, so I kind of, like, had to keep pushing forward. And if I was playing by myself, I was just, like, goofing around and side-questing. And then Mandy
0: and I went and got all the memories. Yeah, I I, I saw that on the stream. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, so it was, like, my plane and travel game, because I have, like, a tiny little travel guitar I take with me sometimes when I'm traveling but when i'm traveling with other people i don't because i was like i don't need you asking questions about this guitar i don't need to have a conversation about this so i don't
1: also (laughs) you know do you need to be the guy that has the guitar at the party you know what i mean
0: (laughs) i'm not at the like i'm in a hotel room by myself oh never (laughs) mind well yeah it's like i'm not at the party. i just don't want to be there it's like oh yeah i don't want to be i one don't want to be that guy so i don't so i usually take my switch instead or I mean, I always take my switch because plane rides. But yeah, so it was, like, it was my plane day, and I'm like I played so much of Tears of the Kingdom, and I'm like, I it's like this is great. I like this game a lot, but I need to beat it. I just need to be done with this. I've been in this world too long. I need to be doing other things. Like there's other games that are coming out which I'm not gonna play because I haven't really touched my PlayStation at all you know armor cores out and it's exactly the game i should be playing um, i am excited for that when i get dark it's dark and gritty gundam fights and it's cool i mean i'm so excited it it looks it looks awesome you can even like do some gundam builds in that but i'm like i've been playing guitar a lot and doing like the music thing so you know don't have time to play video games trying to like do more like constructive things for myself not saying that video games are constructive just not for me right now but anyways Um. i I think
1: that's sort of fair right like there's a difference between things that are like edifying and things that are leisure activity like
0: yeah and so yeah i just wanted to put um tears of the kingdom in the grave and i i enjoyed it the last boss i will say i i see what you mean there's like a I've seen people fight that last boss, and there's a right way of doing it with like the like dodging to the side stuff and like parries himself. and then there's the Cody Jordan way when it's like he shoots the arrows, you bum rush him and you hit him a million times.
1: Yeah, and then there's because
0: he because I, he like he can dodge too, so he'll dodge door attacks, but he cannot dodge when he's in the shooting animation, so you bum rush him. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. What it is is I had enough snacks that I could just be like Ah, ah, ah,
0: i didn't so i had to like it's like okay it's now we're never (laughs) it's like it is now or never and then but the the last fight like because with the dragon was just so cool so cinematic like you're flying around like it was just visually cool and then the end like the ending where like they kind of repeat the beginning where you like are reaching out to catch zelda and finally do like that was really cool too and just it was just really cinematic and really like well done it was like one of those things where the ending made the freaking hundred hours i put into the game worthwhile like it's like yeah. oh it was worth it to get to this point breath of the wild i'm not saying it wasn't but like breath of the wild is like oh yeah it's like it's the journey and not the destination was breath of the wild tears of the kingdom it felt like equal parts
1: yeah there was felt more like the, the narrative bits for sure
0: in tears of the kingdom like were really cool like i will say the zora one was the weakest but like the desert quest was really cool, and, like, that temple was kind of fun. The, um, like, Goron was, like, kind of fun, and, um, yeah, and the Rita was, like, the best one, like, Oh, yeah, on by far. Star. I loved and it. The, it was the, so The fun. robot one kind of annoyed me, but, you know, whatever.
1: I did not like the robot. I did not like using the robot. I did not regret that I, I got the robot dead last and then immediately
0: ended the game. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, the robot powers were kind of boring. Um... But yeah, no, it just, I just wasn't
1: I, that good at that point in the game. It's like, you my, already
0: ha- like you're basically a god at that point, so why yeah. do you need this extra little guy? Like, what, I do not need like you can fly, help. you can shoot these giant fireballs, you could like s- strike people with lightning, which I think that was my favorite power was like the freaking lightning circle and striking oh, people yeah, with lightning. Yeah. That was cool, yeah. But then the robot's like, you can ride on its back. I'm like. I, I don't I don't want to, want to. and I, I didn't I, I didn't ever use
1: that <laughs> I can make a laser death tank yeah like, it's like I can make this robot I've made a better robot at this point at least a
0: more functional one <laughs> yeah it's like but yeah, no I, I I really enjoyed it I I thought it was like a really cool game I don't know. Game of the year this year. I thought um Tears of the Kingdom was a shoe-in, but like I'm hearing Baldur's Gate is like really gonna give it to Yeah, everyone money. loves Baldur's Gate. Yeah, it, I, all I think the characters Gate really are gonna give it a run for its money, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think all the characters are uh, thirstable enough, you know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, yes. I've I've heard I've heard the stories. I haven't looked at any of them, but I've heard the stories. Everybody likes that Asterion guy or whatever his name is. That's the one Mandy is least interested in. Oh really? Surprise, yeah. surprise. Bad Boy Vampire? She- no,
1: she is very much into the uh literal bear man. <laughs> yeah. She's giving me thumbs up as I said bear man. <laughs> she's into the bear man or the um like uh Dilphi wizard.
0: I don't know the Dilpy Wizard, but I do know Bear Man and the um bad boy vampire. And then he's, I know he's, like Big Tiefling Mommy. I
1: know her as Yeah, well. yeah, she's she's like the like friendly one that, you know, everyone likes. I'm currently my goal is to date the like angry she's not a goblin but she just looks like a big goblin i thought she was a
0: goblin the the green the green woman yeah
1: Yeah. they're like called like a snarf
0: klingons they're
1: klingons they're just another kind of klingon (laughs) you know
0: oh so they're space black people
1: you know, I'm gonna say, I think originally Klingons were actually, like, space Genghis Khan people, but I also don't know that for sure. Yeah, well,
0: so space non-whites. Which
1: is Yeah, the I episode, mean, that yes, <laughs> that's very true, um, but Klingons also, like, looked substantially different at the end of the show than they did at the beginning, doesn't matter. Well, space
0: um, Yeah, Worf. Uh, <laughs>
1: Well, yes, in, in the case of Warf, yeah, very yeah. much. <laughs> and in subsequent
0: movies and properties, yes, um, it doesn't matter. I um, and then the other thing. So, okay, I got three actually. Really quick after Tears of Kingdom, I need another plane game, so I did like I was craving a JRPG, so I did get Xenoblade Chronicles three because I used to like the Zeno Saga uh, games. Back mm-hmm. on PlayStation 2, which I shouldn't have liked those games because they were overly convoluted um, sci-fi games where they pulled that whole, it's like, ah, yes, these characters are actually the the biblical characters Jesus and Mary Magdalene. And I'm like, okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're just gonna throw that in and act like that's a normal fact okay whatever let's just keep playing this game because there's cool robots and like all this fun stuff happening but Zeno playing chronicles in 3 that game, is so canonically fun. jesus a robot no 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 mary magdalene is canonically a robot oh i gotta I'm to not, play these I'm games not making, now hey cody guess what i'm not making a joke <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry uh, Magdalene is an Asian robot. Yeah, me, that one's up. Um, but it's her souls in the robot. That's how it works. Because um, you know. Oh, can, so that also can't...
1: happens in Tears of the Kingdom, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Huh? Um, but yeah, so I'm enjoying Xenoblade Chronicles three. I'm like, it's another hundred hour game, and I'm like, barely into it because I just got it over the long weekend and like got into it so I can get to a point where like playing it on the plane is fun. Yeah you, gotta that, and, like, yeah, hump, yeah, yeah, you got to get over that,
1: like, initial hump. Yeah, you got to get over the hump.
0: So I'm over the hump. It's kind of fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, And then the last thing I'm doing is, um, so I started reading the manga One Piece because I'm like, oh, this seems fun. And everybody's been talking about it recently because a lot of stuff in the anime is happening. And though I disagree with some things about it, I'm enjoying it. I'm like 200-something chapters in. I started at chapter 100 because that's where I left off as a kid.
1: Oh, Do you want gotcha. to know how many
0: chapters there are? In are one there about right
1: nine billion chapters
0: of no, One piece. No, 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 no. It's like one thousand ninety. Ah, uh, so many. I will say Naruto, which is also a very long anime, has seven hundred. So, so One like, Piece is longer than Naruto. Yes, like by a lot. You know like, what I, I think? Will say, I will say most things now have like around three hundred. Like the bigger ones now, like My Hero Academia, Attack on Titan had like I think one fifty or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but was also. I think to me,
1: the difference between One Piece and Naruto is like Naruto to me from its onset is like the epic of someone's life, right? It's following Naruto through his life. One Piece has like an adventure. It's like I have to find like the seven secret pirate pieces, right? yeah, Yeah, but yes. Yeah, and I'm like,
0: well, what's the chapter average to find a singular piece? <laughs> yeah, so um, that's the thing. And then we watched, they made a live-action one piece, which is, of the live-action animes, it's probably the best one. But still not the biggest fan, because we need to stop doing this thing where we ad- adapt stuff. That are like 23-minute episodes, and we make freaking hour-long episodes out of them. I just don't. It's just well, so too one, much. Like, it's just too much. An hour-long episode. A 60-minute episode, not even like your normal hour-long show, which is like a 42-minute episode. Yeah. Commercials, a 60-minute episode is a lot.
1: To me, it's like, I both have never liked One Piece. Like, yeah. out of all the animes, like, it's just One Piece to me has always looked,
0: and like, this is... Yeah, that's one of the reasons I didn't like it, because the animation is not my favorite.
1: Well, it just subjectively well, to style, me looks... Yeah. yeah, it looks stupid, and I don't mean that that's true. I mean, subjectively, my opinion, yeah. it just never resonated with me at all. I never had any interest in it. Um, So, then it's like, I keep seeing all this stuff about One Piece, and I'm just like... I have absolutely no interest in the like the actual live animation's good. I'm like f- or the live action's good. I'm it's, like, first it's of all. Fine. It mediocre at best.
0: And also I don't care. <laughs> like, I will say I'll give it a good I'll give it a good mediocre. Yeah. I, I just would like say Death Note some Show horrible. One piece? Yeah. They did a good job. Like, oh
1: my gosh, Death Note though. Ugh. Ghost in the Shell though. I think I'm still like I'm still somewhat
0: a defender of Live Action Ghost in the Shell. It's funny because you've changed your opinion over the course of this show and mine's only got more negative. I think
1: mine is like it's I never thought it was great and I still don't think it's great. I just don't think it deserves the amount of hate that it's gotten especially compared to New Ghost in the
0: Shell. I Can we both agree that New Ghost in the Shell deserved the hate? Yeah, New Ghost in the Shell's trash. (laughs) Like, the Scarlett Johansson live-action Ghost in the the Shell is... The second mm -hmm. season, they just ripped off and made worse a plot line of the series that it's supposed to be a sequel to. Because that show is supposed to be a sequel to Standalone Complex, and they just ripped off a plot line and just made it worse. And it's like, why are we even here? If you don't have original ideas and it looks ugly.
1: It yeah I have I have and absolutely no draw, interest in
0: it. Drive Volkswagen vans in freaking twenty forty five. Yeah, which do those? Even, I haven't vintage, seen one of those. Not ever. even not even like a new one. A vintage Volkswagen van in twenty forty five. Is it yeah. a thing? Shut up. Anyways, the, we gotta get to the show before I start screaming.
1: Yeah, just what in terms of the anime, just, you know, Castlevania's coming out soon. Dude, you know, I'm we so can excited. Always...
0: They released a trailer, like, right before we got on, so and I sad. watched it. I'm so ex- New Castlevania looks so good. Looks so good. I'm so pumped. <laughs> I really enjoy Castlevania. Like, we're going to talk about Castlevania, probably, because we're both going to end up watching it. But I will say, I kind of had a mildly negative um, opinion on the final season of Ca- Ca- uh, Castlevania. Yeah, I, I mean, say, we both I was freaking wrong because i rewatched like a lot of it recently and i'm just like nah nah this is actually just solidly good fun
1: <laughs> i i mean i i enjoyed watching it it's just there's parts of it that i liked more than
0: others I would yeah say. like season three just the trevor and cypher stuff
1: yeah just yeah really the whole show just if trevor and sypha want trevor sypha and alucard want to just like Sit and talk to each other in character, I'll just be like they are like, like
0: go around solving monster mysteries and like fighting Draculas. Like that's literally all they need to do with those characters. They right? just have them go and do like monster of the week stuff. <laughs> that yeah. that, that, that yeah. they made characters perfect for that, and then they didn't do that. <laughs> I know. That was so I bad. But anyways, Cody, we're finally, <laughs> we're finally getting back to stories after a month. <laughs> I'm so sorry which space this is not going to episode which i realized what i just said is hey cody i'm sorry my aunt died
1: <laughs> you know look
0: this yeah not, it's not, not just august.
1: that life gets in the way <laughs> life,
0: yeah it, it's been it's been a long month august was a long month dude um anyways, so on this episode we are finally reading our stories where the prompt i think was um a story where someone delivers a weird package. A mailman delivers a weird package was the thing. And yeah, you can yeah. do with that how you will. So, um, remember we rolled for initiative. I see you, like, kind of ducked. I already oh, rolled, me. man. Holy I'm good. Wow, I'm dawdling. Okay.
1: I actually had a d20 Ooh, on right my dice, which is rare.
0: Um, I got a 10.
1: I got a 16. Okay, you got this. All right, hang on. We're going to take a sip here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just, just Cody at a like, construction site Hey guys <laughs> Look,
1: when it's 100 degrees outside nothing's oh, better Oh
0: dude, this weather this summer has been so brutal Our world is dying <laughs> Boilers, I was working on boilers Oh, a lot even this summer. worse Oh, so you were in the heat In the heat <laughs> Yeah, oh, that yeah sucks. it was
1: It was oh, rough I um, don't envy you, my dude Okay, hang on. I just got to get some appropriate music going here.
0: Um, what are you playing?
1: Right now, I'm playing like, uh...
0: Anamaguchi. Uh,
1: I don't know what this is. Um, okay. Say jazz guitar, you know? It's probably the most accurate thing.
0: Jazz tar, if you will. Yeah.
1: I don't actually know what style of music this technically is. Fancy classical guitar.
0: I should have <sighs> known. <asked. laughs>
1: Alright, you ready? no you know these vans blow up right just relax and tell me what happened we're not blaming you for anything we just need the whole story i sit in a dim bitter smelling conference room burnt coffee wafting through the air cheap fluorescent lights flicker around us The only thing I hate more than actually doing my job is having to come into the main office. A tired, exasperated man sits across from me, his eyes sunken and bleary. He stares at me with cold indifference, a stack of forms in front of him that I know we must complete before either of us can leave. I feel anxiety building in me. I know what this meeting will definitely be. He's looking for any excuse to pin this whole thing on me. And as always, I'm just looking for an excuse to get away from my job. This is some bullshit. I know how this works. I'm an independent contractor, and technically, I rent the delivery truck from you, so of course you can blame it on me. Oh, it's my fault what happened, and the company has nothing to do with it. He's definitely liable for his actions. Don't treat me like I'm an idiot, okay? Mr. Carlson, please. I don't want to be here all night. There was significant damage to company property. That happens. But now I have forms I have to fill out. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Alright, fine. Here goes. I'm serious about these vans you give us, by the way. They're like 40 years old, and sometimes they just burst into flames. This job's dangerous, even without everything that happened. Five hours earlier. I hate this job. That is all I can think about as I drive this stinking, rattling old van through endless, sun-baked suburban streets. I've never felt so untethered. I follow a GPS. The van is an automatic. The route is AI generated. My schedule is emailed to me. The app is basically my manager. The only thing that occasionally jerks me out of my driving stupor is when the gas pedal gets stuck down and the van would rev out of control, testing both the radiator and my reflexes. What I deliver has actually never been clear to me. I can hardly even remember how I got the damn job. Some horrible combination of this being the next Uber low barrier of entry competitive pay after a trial period. But nobody mentions the no healthcare that we have to pay for our own cast. And the taxes are a nightmare when you're technically self-employed. So here I am baking in an AC less van coughing around the burbs. And through all this, I have to carry my own insurance on this terrible van because technically I'm renting it. Thankfully though, my shift is almost over, but now for some BS reason, my last delivery is at the furthest possible point from my house. But the moment I drop that last package off, the moment it hits the doorstep, I'm off the clock. And then I'll have to drive an hour and a half back home. And not only do they not pay me, they charge me for the gas and the mileage for wear and tear on using the van for personal reasons. As I follow the GPS on my phone, I drive further and further out. The sprawl turns into something more scruffy. Patchy grassy fields stretched out, parched in the summer heat. I see the occasional cow listing by a dilapidated barn or a boarded up house. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I see a sweat stained farmer or someone hacking at the dirt with a hoe. The smell of the van seems to go from stagnant to worse some odd combination of briny fish and rot. Ugh, it's ridiculous. This stupid company, they market themselves as an infinite storefront at your front door. Anyone can sell anything. I think at some point there used to be oversight, but now weirdos can just buy and sell rotten fish, and I'm the one that has to drive them around. As I walk up to my last house, I have mixed feelings about the list, about this delivery. I'm almost done, which is great, but the house is foreboding to say the least. It seems to be a slanting and collapsing pile of soft wood that used to resemble a house. The festering package may smell bad, but the house actually smells worse. And of course, the customer requested a package-in-hand guarantee or their money back, which comes out of my paycheck. I do have to say, though, I have a sick curiosity about who might have ordered whatever is in this thing when i walk up to the door there is a sign scrawled in a shaky hand tacked to the door come on in i'm downstairs bring the delivery on down well fuck this i am dropping this thing on the doorstep and leaving there is no way that i am going in this house coward i about jump out of my skin who the fuck said that i did i look around the house is dark The windows are like looking into caves. The only thing coming from the house is this horrible smell. Hey, man, look, I don't see you in there, but I deliver to your hand if you answer the door. I'm not coming in. That's not how this works. Who are you talking to? Man, who's ever in the house talking right now? I am not in the house. My heart starts racing. The voice feels close. I whip my head around, trying to see who was talking to me. I'm in here, fool. I look down at the box in my arms, my skin crawling, and I feel like I might vomit, the rancid smell of fish growing stronger and stronger. I yelp and drop the box. Back at the office. Hang on, hang on, hang on. The box only weighed 15 pounds and was marked as non-living cargo. Do you mean to tell me you were transporting a person because that costs extra and requires a higher caliber of driver? This might help us assign liability for this. Look, man, if you're going to interrupt, we're never going to get through this. Can I just continue? The package was way too light to be a person, and yeah, it was talking, but I don't think it was alive yet. Yet? Look, can I continue? Four hours previous. Pick me up, coward. Dude, you are not supposed to be talking. You are a box. Yes, yes, and you are a courier meant to deliver me to the hand of my servant. Does... Does your servant serve boxes? I am not a box, you fool. I am what is within. Okay, look, Mr. Within, this is not the gig, okay? Like, if he doesn't answer the four after four knocks, then they have waived the hand delivery option, so man, I am not going down there. The world darkened around me, the sickness growing in my belly. I stared down at the brown cardboard box, the smell of the sea pressing in all around me. I gag. Miserable and I wretch. Oh, and I. Re- sorry, and I reach for the box. My hand trembling. The voice now an echoing roar. Pick me up! Pick me up! Pick me up! Somehow the box ended up in my hands, and I pushed through the soft wooden door. As it creaked open, the smell grows from grows far worse. I can barely keep from vomiting. I found the stairs down. The steps squished and sloughed off in moist clumps. I was sure each step would break, but. It didn't, and I crept forward. The darkness stretched on and on and on as I walked down and down, my breath rising in fog all around me. The box began to speak again, rustling in my hands. Good, good, my friend. Bring me to my servant. Who are you, man? Mr. Within seems just right. Let's call me that for now. Okay, yeah, sure, whatever, Mr. Within. So, like, how far do I have to go down here? Because I don't want to be doing this all night. I feel another wave of nausea pass over me. You are in the presence of eternity. This staircase is a paltry thing. Keep walking. Okay, so, um, how did you end up in a box? Because, like, I should probably be charging you more, you know? Because you're a living thing in a box. I am not yet alive. The extra charge is for the living. So are you like a... Are you like a computer or something? I am that which cannot yet be killed, so is it possible to say that I am really alive? Either way, I am in a box because the typical means of transportation were not open to me. I had my thrall mail me to my next location. Why did you want to get shipped here, Mr. Within? I can guarantee you there are nicer places. I do not crave nice. I crave the devout, the brutal, the creatures of the gloom and depths. I crave a a brilliant man, a natural philosopher. Is he going to, like, teach you something? Fool! I am the teacher of madness. Well, Mr. Within, or, sorry, well, Mr. Teacher of Madness, I think I could use a lesson right about now. As I speak, I feel something moving around in my head, like a tentacle crawling through my thoughts. I believe you are correct. I can feel the despair in you. You are a mind. I think this is something that I could help you with. The squirming in my brain feels worse, and I feel something touching all all of my memories. The nausea builds in me, and I feel myself sink to my knees. Don't be weak. There's nothing to be afraid of. I bring salvation to those who have lost everything. The smell gets worse, and it strikes me that I'm alone in a dark, musty staircase, and that I've been crawling down for far too long. I'm not claustrophobic, but this is beginning to ask, mm, but this is asking quite a lot from a normal person. Look, man, I don't understand what I'm supposed to do here. I I know you, you want me to deliver you to whatever philosopher or servant, but... This is kind of asking a lot, man. I've never gone this far underground before, and I just want to get back home and not get fired or charged an insane amount of money for failing my delivery. Is that true? Then I suggest you leave. Drop me here at once and walk carefully back up the stairs. If that is all you truly desire to get back to your life, then the right choice is definitely to flee. However... If you desire to see something new, to see something terrible, to see something that might make you feel alive again, then go deeper and see. I stand from the floor and begin to walk, not further up the stairs, but deeper. I know it's a terrible idea. I know that I'll probably end up regretting it. Uh, But the voice in my head or coming from the box is not wrong. I don't think I actually want to go back to my crappy apartment. I don't think I actually want to get back in that terrible van. I think I want to see something that makes me feel alive. As I walk further down the stairs, I can begin to see some light. Eventually, I find a corridor made of not of rotting wood, but of moss-covered stone, dripping wet and illuminated by flickering torchlight. All along the wall, there are heavy doors made of carved stones. The carvings are nauseating to look at. They seem to slide off the walls, slithering and writhing like deep-sea creatures. The greenish and mossy hallway feels like it's hardly been touched in years unimaginable. The moss seems to have grown most of the doors shut, except for one at the far end of the hallway. It is pushed ajar, the moss disturbed. The image on the stone door almost feels alive. Though it's not human, the face staring at me from the carved door feels familiar. I can read the rage in its eyes. I expected to collapse in terror, but instead I found it compelling. I found that rage familiar. That face carved in stone looked how it felt to get into a hot van and drive around endless suburbs delivering unknown packages to people I've never cared about. Good, good, my friend. You have done well. All that is left is to simply hand me to my servant and accept the reward of my knowledge. I'm still not sure I want... That knowledge that you're talking about, could I just leave you in front of the door and walk away? Of course you could. No one's stopping you. I've not been stopping you this whole time. You could drop me, or you could push the door open and find out what's inside. Much to my own surprise, I wanted to know what was inside. I wanted to know what was behind that carved door with a face that looked so alien but felt so familiar. Almost inviting. You know what, Mr. Within? Screw it. I think we're going to find out what this is. I think I'd honestly see some terrible monster behind this door right now, then get back in that horrible van and go back to my apartment. The box didn't speak again. I felt it rustle in my arms. The briny smell of fish now almost familiar, almost welcoming. This place beginning to feel more comfortable. I crept forward slowly and pushed open the door. What I saw inside was shocking, but also somewhat disappointing. The room was a mess. There were papers scattered all over the floor and stuck to the walls. They were etched with odd symbols, some in dark ink, some in bright red blood. They were in no language that I had ever seen before, not that that was really saying all that much. There were ancient work tables scattered throughout the room, covered in odd artifacts, bits of stone, and anachronistic brass machinery. But what made my heart stop and sink were the bodies. Not human, but shaggy things, bloated bodies covered in mossy hair that seemed to match the stone. The bodies were massive and likely would have been quite impressive had they still been standing. However, their faces were now slack in death. A man stood, a man, there was a man on the far end of the room who sat upon a stool, his vacant eyes staring at the bloody slaughter all around him. There was a pickaxe and a bent shotgun leaning on the bench next to him. Half his face was covered in angry red burns. One of his eyes was missing, a gory hole now all that remained his clothes burnt rags. This is not right. Yeah, no shit, Mr. Within. I thought that was pretty obvious. But wasn't that the whole point, right? To see something fucked up? Listen to me, fool. This man is a betrayer. You must get me out of here. The box! The box! You have it! Have you opened it? Please, tell me. Have you opened it? You must not! I take a step back. No, 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 please, look. I know, I know how I must look. I know how must, how all of this must look. Has it spoken to you? Don't listen to it. Don't open it. Don't look. Run, run, get me out of here. It's evil. Don't listen to it. If you listen to it, the only, mm. if you listen to it, that only fire can make you pure. Pure as I am now. This man, the servant of Mr. Within stood and limped towards me, dragging the picksa- pickaxe in one hand. His other arm was severed below the elbow and caught... Below the elbow and cauterized all at once, I realized how much the room stunk of burnt meat. We must crush it. Give it to the fire before it takes you before the madness takes us both. Get me out of here, this man will kill us both. He is not a servant of mind. Get me away. This man has rejected my gifts, my knowledge, my power. But my dear friend, you have not my gifts could be yours. Simply get me out of this place. I looked at the burned and butchered man shuffling towards me. I could see the desperation in his eyes and I fled. I looked down at the box in my hands. Was he telling the truth? Are you going to corrupt me or something? Make me into some kind of monster? You already are a monster, barely alive. Why cling to what you are when you could be much more? I can teach you. I stumble up the stairs, the soft steps mashing under my feet. As I clamber, I begin to smell smoke. Flames begin pouring out of the dungeon I was climbing away from. The illumination of the flames let me see the burnt butchered man crawling towards me. I couldn't believe he was still keeping up with me. He just kept wailing, Make it pure! Don't open the box! Cast it into the flames! It is not too late! Back at the office. Okay, well, look, I'll be honest with you. I don't want to indulge this fantasy any further. But how does this explain the damage to company property? I get that it seems you had a delivery to an unsafe location. We've confirmed that there was a farmhouse that did burn down. Oh, right, yeah. So I got back to the van and slammed the door shut and just sat there breathing. (sighs) By that time, the house was ablaze. I was coughing and trying to catch my breath. And of course... The van had been idling this whole time, and guess what? Uh, They tend to overheat in the summer when you leave them idling. In the case of an overheat, the procedure is to shut off the van, clock out, and enjoy your leisure time while the van cools. Yeah, yeah, I know that. That's what I was doing. But somehow the man crawled his way out of that flaming house and onto my van. When I started driving, he jumped me. He was all slippery with blood and sweat, and, well... The van went out of control, and the whole time the box was yelling at me to get out, eventually we ended up in the ditch. The doors were smashed shut, and hey, guess what those sticky gas pedals were always complaining about got stuck down again. I panicked. I picked up the box and ran out the back door and slammed it shut. I got up onto the road, and I could hear the man screaming and thrashing around in the van, and well, these vans do explode. And I think the fire made him pure... I sat there on the side of the road, box in hand, and opened it. Not long after that, y'all picked me up. So you crashed the van because you failed to ensure you were alone in the vehicle, and you blew up the van to save whatever was inside of that box. And you think that makes sense? Why would you not just give up the box and leave? This does not look good for liability for you. You understand that, right? You are not a box bodyguard, and the van was certainly worth more than whatever the box's contents were. This really shows a kind of lack of judgment that leads to contract determination. But, I will admit, I'm a little curious. What was in the box? Oh, you already know, man. It's what's within. It's within me now, you know. I must say, I've never seen something as satisfying as his face falling into horror as the tentacle slid out of my shoulder as what is within came out to feed
0: end of my story you're not going to be able to hear it but there's clapping going on that was very good that was very very good.
1: I really liked this one that it was, was
0: fun that was that was really good just the pacing the like way that you did because like i like that you introed it with like him telling a story then like that last part was outroed, and then i I really like the way that you kind of tied it in and also like i like when story like kind of like i mentioned with tears of the kingdom where it was like oh yeah he like reached out to save zelda at the end like Bringing in a phrase back at the end, it's like, "Oh, you know those vans explode." Was like, like, yeah, you yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that have come through? Because I was like far from the mic and I did it really quiet, but I chuckled when you when you did that. You know these vans <laughs> explode. I'm like, yeah. It's like this, it was that was very right. good. It's funny because this is the first time that your story is like far longer than what I wrote. That was like a yeah, full twenty. This
1: one I was not expecting to be long because like. The idea that fully formed it, like, because a lot of times there's, like, an initial thing where I'm like, oh, okay, this is what the story's about. Yeah. And so um, the inspiration for this story, in some ways, is I knew a, a guy who drove a delivery truck and talked about how these, like, old crappy trucks would just sometimes burst into flames, like, because they were old and falling apart, you know. And I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. And then I'm like, originally I was like, okay, so he's delivering a monster, And then I was sitting here going, like, well, how does that tie into this character? And then I'm like, oh, he sides with the monster. Like, he hates this life. Like, this is a nightmare for him. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna, you're gonna blame this on me?
0: Like, oh, I know you are. (laughs) I liked it a lot. Um, it's weird. It's like, since when did you turn into me doing the dark story and I turned into you or mine's a little bit more lighter and also way shorter as <laughs> like what, what, yeah, ha- right. what happened to us? Um, but yeah, know you like know what's that. interesting. Yeah.
1: I did voice to text for like a lot of wow, this story and
0: actually held up pretty well. Huh?
1: Yeah. 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 It, it was cause I'm like curious about using that sometimes cause like typing can be a hassle. So like chunks of it were done voice to text yeah. and it, it isn't like totally useful but it is helpful at points for sure yeah. like getting the dialogue through and some of like the longer descriptions are way less cumbersome to do voice to text
0: hey i'm proud you're f- well happy you're finding uh something to help you out that's cool yeah it's it's an it's an
1: interesting tool it's one that i am interested to keep messing with yeah but i'm glad you enjoyed my story yeah <laughs> no
0: that's like i i like i said i i clapped at the because like this is this is just a solid uh cody home run that was just a really good one all uh, right so i guess we'll move on. i don't got much to say i just think that you like sometimes you just write a pretty stellar start to finish story <laughs> there's not really much you can say about it, it was like good job dude like i don't know i felt good on this was- one
1: i felt good on this one like i i was rereading it before we started and i was like yeah you know what well and some of it too was like going back in and like strengthening some of those like um Him, as he's driving, talking about how the gas pedal always sticks, you know, and that that, like, messes with the radiator being like, you crash the van, the pedal sticks, and he just runs out and the van explodes and he's like,
0: fire did make you pure. (laughs) Yeah, I also, uh, your strong point has always been dialogue, and I think you just delivered a lot of good dialogue that, like, kept me interesting. Like, this is one of the few stories that I completely was silent, even, like, the one mistake that you made I didn't even comment on, because it's like, no, you're just doing a really good job all around. Like I I'm just
1: It's also log man. Just, I forgot how long it takes to read stories. Yeah. I should write less
0: than 10 pages. <laughs> no, it's, I mean I think it I think it went well. It's just gonna be a little bit longer of episode. So my story, um I will say there were a few similarities. We said a mailman and then we both did like contract like delivery workers rather than like the US Postal Service, which I think is kind of fun. Um yeah, so I, I, mine's a little bit shorter, but I also um, I did it like an oral history type thing, where it is just like multiple characters tell like telling their side of the story to form the full story, kind of like the book rant. And um, what was that Ooh, other one? Ooh, I like that. Yeah, there was one that you recommended me that is also kind of in the same style, was just people talking about their sides of the story. But um, yeah, no, I, I want to do that, and this one is just called the package. My cat's freaking out, so I might get distracted halfway through. And also, I wrote this over a month ago, so let's see how the reading's going to go. Probably bad. The package. Jonathan A., July 25th, 2023. Also, you can kind of see when I wrote this. (laughs) Yikes. Jonathan A., July 25th, 2023. I mean... It honestly started like every other summer delivery day. I got a ping from my app saying that there was a new request. I had just finished two others and it was something like 90 degrees at the time. So I was kind of drained. Look, you're going to think I'm gross, but really the only reason I accepted was because the request came from the home shop where Neva works. The delivery would be the perfect excuse to see her and spread some goodwill. Didn't think I would be walking into anything weird. I was one of the best bike delivery boys, so of course they called on me. Neva W, July 25th, 2023. He'll say differently, he always does, but it's not like John was one of our best delivery boys. Heck, he isn't even in the top 50 percentile. I've just known him since we were kids and knew he would help if I asked. I was in a bind and needed to get the damn thing delivered. Jonathan A. So... I walked into Express World, that tiny ass hole in the wall building that somehow everyone expects to do express deliveries across the city. And things were in complete disarray. Another delivery guy, goes by Lemon, is standing in the corner speaking in a language that I've never heard while repeatedly hitting his head against the wall. Neva is on the phone screaming at someone while another two customers are just standing in place like statues pointing in random directions. On the desk is this black box with metal metal surrounding it. When I say black, I don't mean like your faded t-shirt black. I mean this is a true black, like that weird paint they made years ago. It seemed to absorb all the light around it, and looking at it, I felt like I was being pulled into a trance. The world disappeared around me, and the only thing on my mind was that black box. What snapped me out of it was Neva slamming down the phone and proclaiming I was a lifesaver. Never W. There's nothing to it. I needed to get the package delivered or corporate would be up my ass again. Our numbers had dropped so far that month and we couldn't go more than a few hours without a late delivery complaint. The last thing I needed was some old crone on the edge of the city calling in and saying we fucked up yet again. Then that brings us to the package. I had never seen anything like it. It was a solid black box and I am talking like black holes suck you into a different dimension black. It was bolted to the steel structure that acted like some kind of containment cube. Lemon, the actual best bike delivery boy on the list, which really isn't saying much, was up next. He came to pick it up and instead of proceeding with caution like the red label on it said, he touched the black box out of curiosity. Dude immediately lost his fucking mind. His eyes rolled up into his head, he started saying all these crazy sounding words in a voice I swear came directly from the devil and then walked over to the wall where he started scratching some glyphs with his bare fingers. I avoided Lemon's pickup and then called corporate about the package. Like, come on, do they not check what is in these things before sending them off to us to deliver? You would think the Express World uranium scandal of 2019 would have been enough to stop this shit. Now I have to worry about some evil fucking box. Of course, they put me on hold for an eternity and then told me a delivery is a delivery and to get it done. While I was on the phone in the back I heard a weird sound. Of course I ignored it, but then another came so I went out to see two customers having touched the box frozen like statues. Still, on the phone, I decided the best thing to do was move the body so that I wouldn't be the one to take the blame for whatever the hell had happened. That's when John walked in. I guess he was up next. As much as that dude annoys me, I was happy to see him. John A. Didn't trust that black box. It was Neva, and my chance to win favor with her, but that box seemed off. I didn't want to deliver something that could potentially end the world. So despite wanting to be the hero, I told Neva no, and I would do another delivery request. She fires back that she would let me have her second ticket to Murder Death Party's final show ever. They had been my favorite band for years at this point, but the tickets sold out in mere seconds, only to be online with resale prices of thousands of dollars. Somehow, Neva snagged some. All I had to do to see my favorite band with the girl of my dreams was deliver an evil box to some woman. I saw it right there, my future with Neva. We would meet the band. She would fall madly in love with me. We would get married, move to the country, and have eight kids in a giant yard. It was perfect. Who cared what the box was at this point? My whole entire being depended on it. Sucked for Mariah, Murder Death Party puts on the best shows. But it was my only leverage on the situation. One night with John or getting fired from the only job keeping me above the water. Bob C. July twenty 2023 Don't appreciate whatever assumptions you're making. I just like to watch people. Stalking and staking out a package delivery center that's tucked away in the back alley are two different things. Staking out is exactly how you see the weirdest people. Only this time, I saw a black van come to a screech in front of the alley and what looked like a SWAT team of camo-geared mercenaries come pouring out. They kicked in the door to Express World. Then I saw a bicycle helmet, basically brain a dude, and the usual weird delivery biker, the one who never combs his hair and always looks like he smells, comes screeching out of the building on his bike with a black box strapped to the rack over the rear wheel. That guy was on a tear. Never W. Super government soldiers kicked in my door. Since I was a regional manager, it was fucking coming out of my paycheck. They interrogated me for hours, but I told them to take it up with corporate, and eventually they left. Misuki-o, unspecified time. So I get a call on my phone, restricted number. It happens. Deep voice, sounded like some prank call at first, but the more details they gave, the sweeter the deal. Just go and steal a package from my old high school rival John, last name redacted. It was the perfect opportunity to fuck with him. I was really missing the days when I got to do that. Suit on the phone said he was delivering a dangerous and really illegal package and that bringing it to to the disclosed address would potentially change the course of history. They would give me 100k and also I would be a hero. All to fuck with a guy I didn't even like. It was perfect. Until it wasn't. I had never seen John so determined, so I tried to cut him off in an alley. He maneuvered the bike around me and kept going. I caught up to him and he was just saying some nonsense about finally getting to go on a date with that weird golf chick from express world i asked if he was okay potentially risking jail time and putting the country in danger for some tattoos and blue hair and he was adamant he would achieve his goal then he swerved me into a stop sign and i broke my collarbone well the country is still intact and john isn't in jail so i guess it worked out red death from the eternal void
1: How you got a hold
0: of me, and why you simply ask questions about a delivery amuse me, mortal.
1: You would risk
0: facing off against death, the very thing you are afraid of, all for some investigative journalism that will be laughed at and called fake. I am intrigued, so I will give you this. What that box is, is not for you mortals to know. How it came to be in your plane of existence doesn't matter but what I can tell you is that it comes from the plane of the Celestials and that it is very dangerous. Who controls the box can change the course of the world. The American government wanted it, but it got out of their hands and into the hands of some idiot. Now where it is, I cannot tell you. History has already made its move. We can only watch as it plays out. Jonathan A. A government kill team is one thing, Mitsuki trying to take the package off my bike is another thing. But facing off off against the god of death was something that I never thought was possible. It didn't matter. The date with my future wife and getting to meet my favorite band was all that mattered. Murder. Death. Party. Red Death. He was impressively stubborn and beyond stupid. I asked him would he really deliver a package that could potentially end the world into unknown hands without missing a beat he said yes i asked what could drive him to be so reckless with the fate of the human species and he told me this it was oddly poetic if the world is going to die then it will die if i don't deliver this package then someone else will it will go where it is meant to go if i am the one to deliver the death knell of the world so be it at the end of everything at least i got to see things through my way Also, fuck you. I get to see Murder, Death Party. It is against the rules of the endless to interfere with humans so directly. I am only to bring souls to the plane of the dead. To this day, I am still excited to meet that man when his time comes. John A. The creature stepped back into the red portal which he came out of, and I was on my way again. I was racking my brain trying to decide if I made the right choice. Who would be waiting on the other end of the delivery? Would it be a foreign government agent? Some sort of witch or magic cult? Maybe even another demon? When I arrived at the address, way out in the outskirts of the city, I saw some small, quaint suburban house. It took everything I had to walk to the front porch and knock on the door. Was I really damning humanity? From behind the door stepped the tiniest old grandma I had ever seen in my life. I knew then it would be okay. Joe B., World Food Administration, March 12, 2026. It was a boom like we had never seen before. Suddenly, the small home-run bakery became the talk of not only the town, but the world. New York-born Granny Smith of Granny Smith's Bakery created the perfect chocolate chip cookie, and no one knows how. Many people have tried to reverse-engineer the recipe, but to no avail. Because the cookies and their, and other baked goods from Granny Smith's are so addicting, some claim they have drugs or other addicting chemicals in them. But through mass spectrometry, we have not been able to find any such information. Some people are just gifted. Because of some hidden gift, Granny Smith has become one of the most famous and richest women in the world. So is that enough of your article? Do you want to know what I think? Devil magic. It has to be devil magic. There's no way it's not. Secretary from the back of the room. You can't legally say that, sir. Joe B. What do you mean? We are off the record, and you have also agreed it's probably devil magic. Wait, what do you mean it's still on the record? Granny Smith, August 8th, 2026. Whatever do you mean, sweetie? A black box with magical properties? Government kill teams? Magical demons? This has to be one of the craziest conspiracies I've ever heard. I don't remember ever receiving a package like that. Sure, I used to use Express World, but after the second uranium scandal in 2025, I, along with everyone else in the city, stopped using them. A lot of bikers lost jobs, and that is just a shame. I was concerned for them, so I gave them delivery jobs for New York City. Granny Smith's baked goods delivered right to your door by a smiling face sure it is a gimmick but it but it is part of the job so you want to know the secret of the cookies hard work and trying every ingredient possible sometimes you have to think outside the box even the greatest stories can have the smallest beginnings that's all it is just some magic from an old and loving grandma Sorry I couldn't help you with your story on a magical box, but on your way out, pick up some cookies from the oven. It's small and dense, but it's where all the cookies come from. Epilogue. Neva W. 2026. You suspect Granny Smith's cookies to be influenced by that black box? Makes sense, honestly. People become obsessed with the box upon touching it, and I've seen people almost go into a trance after eating a cookie. Honestly, though... Who cares? I would rather the box be used as an oven to bake cookies rather than anything else. As for John, (laughs) I haven't talked to him for years. Finally had to get a restraining order on him because he simply wouldn't leave me alone. Last I heard about him, he's working for Granny Smith still delivering things. I guess some things won't change. And that's my story.
1: So I like that somehow in four pages you managed to actually explain more than I did in 10. (laughs) Still, you managed to have a more detailed world. than <laughs> I don't <pages> think so. <laughs> I really don't. I liked yours
0: a lot. Yeah, what was in my box, Jordan? You no one you knows. No, know. in my box, you don't really have to know either. You bake cookies and you change the world. I just, like, because I, I originally thought, like, oh, man, this can be, like, something and has more, but I'm like... It's funnier if the box just gets used for something benign. <laughs> like making yeah. cookies. No, that was. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I just also there's like, like little things I was really proud of, like the uranium scandal of 2019 and then the second uranium yeah, scandal, of 2025. scandal of
1: 2025. <laughs> that was that was like a good setup and payoff. I, just, I appreciated that.
0: I like, yeah, it's like after the second uranium scandal, it's like it's it's just really that there's like a couple I things also I
1: also do like the Edge Lord that's like I don't have time for
0: you, Devil. I'm gonna meet a girl. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I had hey. a lot of fun with it because I was like, thought, like, what can be like the delivery? It's like there has to be some sort of moral dilemma. It's like, no, screw you. There's not going to be one. I get to go on this date and like, it's like, oh, it's gonna be perfect. We're gonna get married. All this, and she's like, dude, I just wanted to get this thing delivered so I didn't get fired.
1: <laughs> I like also how Jordan writing a story. Is blue-haired goth girl worth ending the world?
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> is, is, is goth girl worth ending the world? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Someone tell me I'm wrong. If you think I'm wrong, please email us at worldshoppodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com.
1: <laughs> you know, the thing is, I'm going to level with you. I've actually...
0: Into the world for a don't, goth blonde girl. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no, I don't think I've ever actually met a goth girl
0: in my life. You went to high school in the same era I did. I did, but and, also, and no, but you goths. were also in a small town in Indiana. So yeah,
1: I did. I did know a goth guy. And I knew like I mean, a lot like of goth. Like was, goth and
0: scene and emo. Girls, he yeah. was. They're all great.
1: <laughs> like he was approaching juggalo territory with how much he like. Whited out his face, black hair. Yeah.
0: I, I I was in the goth emo um, my chemical romance era of like goth and like emo chicks, <laughs> and I was also yeah, just I mean, like, like there were all black like, all the time and like hated life. But that's because I had major depression. <laughs> <laughs> like emo people, definitely.
1: Yeah. But I knew you didn't exactly know like like straight up guy.
0: like go like all black, white face paint with like black makeup. You didn't know anybody like that. I knew one guy, one guy. and I mean, he went.
1: Like spiked everything, like yeah, yeah. I knew like shirts, multiple the people. The giant pants yeah. with like the suspenders hanging off of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I knew. Yeah, one, I knew, I knew a couple
0: guy. guys like that. They didn't do the um, white face paint, but like everything else you just described, spikes and he all did, black man. and he, like the pants of the suspenders too. Yeah,
1: yeah. As I said, nearing Juggalo territory. This guy was.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I feel like that's like an entry point. Like. Emo golf stuff and right. what is a Juggalo? I don't know. Freaking.
1: Now I'm gonna listen to insane don't, clown don't, posse. Don't, know
0: The door has been opened. You need to close it. But anyways, Look, Cody. Here's the d- thing. We've talked about this. I, yes, I actually I like Cody, some insane clown Look, posse. Cody, I know you do. But
1: anyways, yeah. Do you know what it is, Look, Cody? I don't care. We talked about <laughs> this a second ago, <laughs> and I maintain it's true. I think those guys. I think those insane clowns. I think they think all that stuff's awesome. Yeah, no, they I don't have, think there is they absolutely a hint of do. Irony. and I think
0: a lot of their fans also think that stuff is awesome.
1: They're like, I like oversized, like baseball shirts, big 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 shorts, and clown face paint. That's what I like. And I think it's cool.
0: Yeah, dude. You know, they they I just I, I they're living what they believe in. That's and that's <laughs> fine. I'm okay with that. That's fine. But Cody, we need to pick a new prompt. List of 19, I'm sharing it. I need to just send this to you, dude.
1: (laughs) I think it's in the Yeah, it it probably
0: is, but, like, the fact that uh, instead of just doing it by normal means, we're doing this. (laughs) Um, Yeah, pick three, I'll pick three, and then, yeah, we can. We're going to do, look, I'll cut this out. We're just going to do, like, a minute of silence.
1: (laughs) I'm going to say 8, 12, and, uh, did you delete... Did you delete one of my prompts, no, Jordan? Didn't. You removed one no, of my prompts. No, all
0: in here. I just took one off the list because I didn't. It's the red yeah, one. I just took it off the list because I didn't think it was a viable pom- prompt. You can pick it. I just won't agree with you. And four. Obviously, I'm going to pick ten. A couple going through a 10 <laughs> Ten, thirteen.
1: Okay, the problem with thirteen is, Jordan, that's like a whole subcategory of TikToks. Oh, is it? there is an entire like pov tiktok characters no, really? i don't i don't ever look colors. i don't ever
0: look at tiktok and you really only look at twerking girls and cooking so i don't <laughs> anymore you know i have heard that story both from you from Mandy and from our other friends and it's funny cuz it's, really it's, it's, <laughs> like, it's a out really funny story cuz it's a really funny story that's so funny that's so funny um okay so t- Ten, thirteen. Honestly, and after <laughs> and after my recent experience, seventeen. <laughs> I'll just write my freaking life. We have zero overlap. Yeah, we never do. I was going to make overlap, but then like the one that I pick as overlap is just going to automatically be picked. <laughs> well, yes. that is. <laughs> I want I want yes. like, let, Let's. I guess I don't know. We we could decide with six here which ones sound the best and narrow it down out of the six. How about that? Mm, i think 4 or 13 okay i think hmm, because i was gonna say one of those and i'm gonna say uh, this is another one that's just straight up i feel like i should pick the one that's not one of your prompts so we could, like mix it up but I'm, I'm gonna say four.
1: Oh, that's fine no no if, no you no, 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 no. did one of mine last yeah,
0: the, time mailman one was yours um no i like i like um number four the first line of
1: Did you, is that one of your prompts or one of
0: my prompts? The first line of dialogue, look, someone has to say it, the ship is sinking, is yours. Okay. Yeah, but no, no. I mean, it's great. I, I like that idea. First line of dialogue um someone has to
1: you know what i'm gonna uh, do jordan i'm gonna write my entire story with no dialogue so the first and last the, the first line of dialogue is the last line i that mean that's that's incredibly
0: clever and i like wouldn't even get mad like, like that's incredibly good like halfway through the story like yeah that's incredibly clever but um yeah first line of dialogue look someone has to say it the ship is singing i, th- I think that'll be a, that'll be a good one to do um yeah i'm down okay that's next week's but cody what are some plugs
1: check me out at the wandering gamer network right now we're doing actual play podcasts the one i'm running is called wanderlust it's about going for a walk in a spooky forest um the other game we're doing is called corsairs of castile it's a like medieval intrigue game um so game of thrones yeah, and then uh I stream at wandering underscore gamers. Yeah, you
0: did stream the other day.
1: Inconsistently, but frequently on Tuesday nights. Um we are currently playing uh we're playing Riven the Sequel of Mist, and um with my wife, I'm either playing Baldur's Gate or Luigi's are Mansion. You streaming
0: Baldur's Gate?
1: Um, uh, we might Because if you do um, uh, let me know and I'll
0: absolutely watch it if I'm free
1: it's i don't know if it'd be a good streaming game because a lot of it is watching cutscenes. you don't want to talk over those too much true yeah. um but we we were streaming luigi's mansion and man i gotta say that game is a straight up 10 cool. out of 10 so is pikmin pikmin I, is that so was good another
0: game on like my list of what was going to be my next plane game but um yeah it's like yeah it's like i don't want to take like sometimes my, my puzzles, son loves like, pikmin does kind of annoying because i'm like i just want to to get like the meat of the game (laughs) and not just like solve these really easy puzzles uh,
1: so do you you, have you are you aware of what like what pikmin is like kind of as a game it's been
0: around since um what gamecube era i know what it is
1: (laughs) yeah right 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 so after i started playing pikmin i went for a hike with my son and one of his friends and they walked around with leaves on their head going pikmin 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 Pikmin." and they were arguing about who would be um What's his name? Captain Olimar, and who was the Pikmin, and then they would whistle and, like, try to chase each that's, other. It was really funny. That's adorable,
0: dude. That's, like, that's great. That's, like, one of those, like, endearing kid stories. It's just, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just good stuff, it was. good stuff.
1: It's very cute. Um,
0: Pikmin, Pikmin. Um, okay, yeah. So, my plugs are, um, you can check me out at my Twitch channel, something I guess zero zero, twitch.tv forward slash something I guess zero zero, where every Wednesday I am home and not at work, we do the, um, stream i guess the show we belong where we talk about anime and um yeah so that usually happens about 6 mountain time or 8 p.m eastern time and you can figure out the rest from there um and then you can check out my other podcast the side characters podcast where we talk about diversity in what nerd culture and that's yeah that's all i got i used to have more shows but now i don't <laughs> there was a hole here and now it's gone and cody as usual where can they catch us <laughs> It's a quote from Silent Hill. Don't even. (laughs) Cody, where can they catch us? The flip side. Um. The flip side. um, The flip side. Yeah, Cody. Cody. Uh, Cody. uh, Hey, Cody. I'm gonna have to put the whole outro song uh, for once. All three minutes of it. It's the flip side. (laughs) No, I thought it was at At the the next. (laughs) Do it first. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.